Well, good morning then. It's coming up to 8.08 and we've certainly seen a dynamic shift in inter-Korean relations. Yes, we've seen agreements and promises in the past, broken, disappointment, but there does seem to be a different atmosphere this time around and possibly for several reasons. If you think about how harder how much harder the sanctions have become um, for North Korea, but also how much further its development of nuclear weapons has come. It's brought things to a head like perhaps we've never seen before. And maybe that brings with it an opportunity like we've never witnessed. Professor Song Se-ran from Kyunghee University Law School is with us on the line. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. So, I mean, th- this was, for a start, the first time since 2007 that we've seen an inter-Korean summit in Pyongyang. I mean, the optics were significant. What, what was a standout moment for you of the last three days? Well, there were a lot of firsts, and uh, you're right. There were uh, a lot of things that uh, we saw uh, that was pretty spectacular. For me, the President Moon addressing 150,000 Pyongyang citizens at Lungna Stadium, uh, that was... Uh, spectacular, but at the same time, the meaning of Korean president uh, addressing Pyongyang uh, citizens seemed like it was pretty symbolic. Yes, a South Korean leader in Pyongyang being trusted enough to do that. We've spoken a lot about trust throughout this process, and, and some experts have suggested, well, you know, we can't rely on trust because there's not enough trust. But actually, you know, to give a South Korean president the mic and allow them to address a Pyongyang public without putting any subversive messages in there, it, it, it's, um, it is an act of faith in itself, isn't it? Right. Uh, the closed-off nations uh, with uh, strict control and information uh, seems like that signified the uh, degree of openness based on uh, trust that the leaders developed. So wherever that leads uh, in the future, it seemed like it was one of the milestone moments. That said, of course, it would have been a very brave President Moon to stand up and say something that would not have been a crowd pleaser. (laughs) Um, Let's reflect on some of the messages. Um, We've gone from Pyeongchang to Pyongyang. That's something President Moon said. Uh, In a more poetic sense, he also repeated seeds being sown in the spring uh, maturing into fruits in the autumn Uh, but we have come a long way in a short period of time haven't we between just three seasons right it seemed like things were moving very uh, quickly Uh, it seemed like there is a playbook somewhere that we're following with a breakneck speed Um, I hope it's a good book well I hope we're on a good road I I asked before you know, what kind of road are we on? Is it still very open? Uh, and, and, and is it still perilous? Because uh, we've spoken this morning about the ball being in the US court, and, and really still Washington holds a number of important cards. Right. Um, the, the skepticism is still there. We're talking about the, the rogue state that has, uh, you know, broken so many promises uh, before. But on the other hand, if you look at what has happened uh, in this relationship, uh, uh, beginning from, let's say, we, we can cut it anywhere, but uh, 2000, 2007, and, and then 2019 with a lot of different uh, agreements and declarations, it seems like there is a little bit of a movement 
from making declarations, getting to cer- certain uh, concrete actions, and now uh, having a military agreement and also uh, making it, uh, explicit the denuclearization uh, road, it seems like there is a, a progress towards uh, certain goals. And as you mentioned, the the North Korea declaring the end or the completion of their nuclear program seems to signify that they are doing something with it, which is to have some sort of big deal uh, with uh, the United States. And having a president unconventional enough uh, in the United States, we're talking about Donald Trump, uh, to talk to Kim Jong-un and, uh, and willing to sit down at a table for a deal. Of course, he's a very deal-oriented person, as a, having a businessman background. Uh, that seems to me uh, a kind of unusual aligning of the stars, so to speak, uh, that could uh, produce uh, certain results that we uh, didn't really think about was happening or the possible uh, decade ago. Progress can be rapid, but we know things can disintegrate even faster. It just takes one comment in the wrong direction and suddenly tensions start to build again. We, we, we've seen hints of that in the last few weeks. Uh, that was part of the reason why South Korea needed to play this mediation role. Um, but, but things can change in South Korea too, can't they? How concerned are you that if we don't sustain an administration with this kind of policy that inter-Korean affairs could also fall apart? Well, uh, a lot depends on uh, domestic matters as well. You're talking about uh, Korean domestic matters, but also U.S. domestic situation uh, could also affect as well uh, midterm elections and and who knows uh, what kind of shiny new objects that uh, Donald Trump will pursue uh, instead of the thing if it thinks that the Korea would not, Korean situation would not produce a a badge that is pursuing at this point, uh, world the peacemaker. But in in Korea, I think that the, uh, some of the significant uh, changes that could affect this is a domestic political situation, whether the the opposition party. Uh, would be cooperative enough, or cooperative not to, not to just follow the government uh, ways, but uh, to produce a, a certain a cooperation that could facilitate what has been achieved in the the inter-Korean relationships. And speaking of those achievements, lots of agreements connecting roads and railways pushing to jointly host the Olympics in 2032 and uh, obviously plans for business cooperation, even Chairman Kim to come to Seoul. I mean, some of those can happen quite quickly. Some of them will be dependent on a long-term strategy. How optimistic can we be about that? Well, at this point, uh, we have to be optimistic uh, in a very uh, myopic scale. Um, I think that the the summit that we had was wildly success, successful only if we think that the measure of success is to get to the Washington, uh, having a next meeting with uh, the Chairman Kim and uh, Donald Trump. Of course, after that, we have to get to whether uh, there would be a realistic 
uh, infrastructure put in uh, for the denuclearization. And only then we can uh, think about what uh, North Korea would be motivated uh, to uh, implement those without fail and also get the uh, sanctions lifted. And all those things require uh, a, a lot of good things happening in, in terms of agreements uh, in not only in the United States, but also United Nations and uh, South Korean uh, oppositions as well. Right. Well, thank you very much, Professor Song, for joining us today. Thank you.